Welcome to the Just Okay Podcast, a podcast about trying. What was just okay about your week? I've been a little bit sick. I didn't have a great week, but I know why. I'm fearful of your answer. This is my annual life crisis. Oh, it's starting just a tad early. Uh, I think, I mean, the beginning of February seems about right. Around my birthday, every year. I it kind of go into we my, talk, my we, life crisis yes, that happens every year. We talk about this, and I tell not like I tell other people. But like I'm I've sharing this, it. I'm evangelizing it all the time. I have this. My husband has annual life crises. I have it's come up before, but then still somehow as your birthday approached uh, is approaching, I forget the practical nature of like oh that this it's it's happening it's gonna happen the last couple years have been a little bit less and but but also i now understand it to be kind of very contemplative time and like a time for me to take it easy and i but i hadn't remembered it and now that i'm remembering it i'm giving like i think it's gonna be just okay all right so that was what was just okay about my week good for me to remember and so what 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 triggered me not in the truth well current sense of triggering but what made me remember was that i was texting rachel our new friend that we don't see new old friend i've new, known right, her, new I've old known friend her for since you. i was like eight maybe. but we were texting and she asked me how i was doing i was like you know what i'm kind of like middling just okay <laughs> kind of just okay um and then i was like oh yeah this is why that's anyway. so very true so i'm also like a little bit like I don't know what the word is, but like a little riled, maybe? I mean, I don't get riled. I stay riled. <laughs> well, I know. So... It's a little bit different for me. I know. Uh, I think there's a lot of riling happening. This has been a month of rile. Yeah. <laughs> January, the month of rile. <laughs> so what was just okay about your week? What was just okay about my week is that I really pretended like I was going to be able to drink as much as I drank on Saturday and not feel like dog shit on Sunday. And to be, no, I'm not going to say to be fair. I keep noticing, I've been noticing, I've been saying that constantly lately and there's no fairness needed by any party. What is like, what is like whiskey going to be like, excuse me, excuse me, (laughs) ma'am. You did not not portray me accurately. You're not being fair to me. Um, I have a cold. You have a cold. The kids, all the kids have colds. It has swung from being 14 degrees to today got 61. up to 61 degrees, which was glorious. But as we noted when we looked at the weather app, when it swings from 14 degrees to 61 degrees, then the air quality is, what did it say? Un- bat- what did it say? Something for bad air quality for sensitive groups. I, or fall, like I fall in the sensitive groups. You absolutely do, and so do all of our kids. And I do to a little bit of a lesser extent. And so I had some delicious beverages on Saturday night. And I didn't go crazy. It was fine. And I actually was already not feeling very well, which was, that was the most just okay thing. Is that I wasn't feeling very well. I knew I shouldn't drink as much as I was going to drink because that would not make me feel better. And indeed, it did not. But you had a fun time. I had a great time. It was worth it. It still falls in the worth it category because we had absolutely nothing on Sunday, which was I knew this going into you Saturday. You had nothing on Sunday. I had nothing on Sunday. Correct. You had things. I had nothing. And so I knew 
that, I mean, that was part of it that played into it. I'm very responsible in that way. I look at the di- the next day and I see like, if I put myself into a position where I don't feel great tomorrow, how impacted is my day going to be? And it wasn't going to be impacted if I needed to just like hang out and take a chill day. And so I did. And that was just okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So okay. There we are. With no delaying at this point. No, we're getting right to it today. What were your ideas? Ideas. Ideas. You have two, I have one. Would you like to... You want Both to... of mine are the same thing, just different <laughs> variations of. Okay. And I'm a third one is coming to me right now. Awesome. My idea is also not really an idea. So I follow a woman named Jenna Anderson on Instagram. She used to be a blogger by the name of That Wife. Anyway, follow her on Instagram now under the under the title Living Absolutely, the handle Living Absolutely. She didn't ask me anything today, and one of the questions somebody asked her was, where do you want to be in five years? And she said that that is one of the recurring topics that she that comes up for her in therapy, and that really the only thing that she could place – and I would say my – sorry, I was waiting for you to cough. <coughs> <laughs> I was just going to try to do it discreetly, but make know, a big pause. I didn't really think that you could do it discreetly, and I was right. Anyway, she has a lot of angst over the question, what do you do? So she's a stay-at-home mom. She's the PTA president. She has some education that she would like to get back into working, but she hasn't really done that yet. And so not so much does she know what she want, where she wants to be in five years, except for that she said, I just want to be in a place that I don't have angst and frustration over that question. And I thought this was where my idea sort of was, was that I want to think about both parts of that. Where do I want to be in five years and what questions like are causing me angst or what things are causing me angst? And how those two things go together as far as like answering that, answering that question of where I want to be in five years. So I just wrote those things down for myself to think about them. So it's not necessarily an idea, but it's something that I'm going to work on. And I feel like it is extremely uh, just okay podcast, like original material. Right. Like this is what we were doing all of six months ago. Yeah. (laughs) So it felt very appropriate. So it's not really an idea, but like a... Like a precursor to an idea. Yeah, I can see ideas coming. From yes, it. I can see ideas coming from it's me like, trying to answer that question. It's like a loving relationship. Like people are getting together. Maybe something will come from that. I think so. Like babies would come from it. Gross. Idea babies? Oh, idea babies are okay. They're Just super cute. Baby babies. <laughs> Not doing that. Also super cute babies. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's true they are. Okay, what are your ideas? Um, the idea I just had was Rachel asked me, after I talked about kind of meaning to take it easy, she's like, what kind of things do you do to relax? I had no answer. No. I don't do things specifically to relax. I have fit everything into like this, like this thing serves this purpose, not just a relaxing thing. Given a few minutes and I owe her a response to this, if she's not going to listen to this podcast, I'll give her a response anyway. <laughs> yeah, because I don't. I'm not. I'm not I, that kind of guy. I don't think she listens. You can. You can only find the answer to that question if you listen <laughs> to the podcast. 
um, watch movies. That's oh, what yeah. I do to relax. That is what you do. That's to like relax. one of the a, like a specific act. Yes. Yeah. Well, everything else, like somehow, I've worked into like a normal thing. It's well, not a relaxing thing. I mean, I sometimes things relax me, but it's not with a specific point of relaxing. Well, what that made me think of was that we try to live our life relaxed. Relaxed. <laughs> So if things are going the way that we want them to go, yeah. our regular life is fairly relaxed. Yeah, but I guess during the annual life crisis, which I always need to comes focus a at the end of three months of complete unrelaxation right. for me, right? And so it sort of makes sense. Three months is our max. We cannot have any more time than that. That is correct. To be unrelaxed regularly. So my other ideas are two podcast ideas. Ooh, let's hear it. The first one is me, you, and Richie. Yes. And we call it threesome or three-way. I love it. That would be a really good podcast. It would be a great podcast. All right, let's put that idea baby to bed because I've got another podcast idea. All right, let's hear it. Um, With my current book club, that we oh. record our book club discussion <gasps> I love and have that, that as a podcast. That's a I good idea, right? Idea. You're going to need to get really good at uh, voice disguising technology because one of the three members of your book club will never let that happen. Maybe. Maybe not. I'd like that to be a goal of 2019 is to get his voice <laughs> recorded. <laughs> Maybe with his permission, you know, because <laughs> we could do it without okay, him. So knowing. the last book we read was called Hell House. It was a haunted house book. And after the sixth sense, you're always waiting for like some character to not be who you think they are or whatever. Spoiler. I've never seen the sixth sense. Okay. Obviously well, <laughs> I know the spoiler from that movie, but okay. I've never seen it. Well, either way, um, now, so in Hell House, the whole time I'm waiting for it. I don't think it, it didn't really happen, but I'm, I'm waiting for it the whole time. So while I'm reading it, maybe is that character. Fuck me running. I can't <laughs> believe I did that. No, now I can go back and bleep it out. Sorry, everybody. Um, maybe he's the character. I don't, I'm so annoyed and confused in this moment that I don't even know. Um, but maybe he's the character that like doesn't actually exist. Oh. It's just like a figment of our collective imagination. I mean, it fits everything. Huh. Okay. Um, so that was my other idea. Yeah. What is community to you? So I wrote down a few words that I feel like represent community to me. And then I have an example. Of each of them? No. Okay. Just sort of a broad example of like what, what is. community is or how I think it functions actually. Maybe not. Yeah. That's all kind of the same, right? So some important things. So let's do this. Yes. You name the things that you wrote down. Yeah. And if they match mine, Ooh. let's pause and talk about what that means. Because I, like I also that. basically just wrote words. Cool. Down. Okay. Perfect. So, not in any uh, order of importance. I have acceptance. Not no, on my list. Not on your <laughs> list. Okay. Um, other ways, uh, synonyms for acceptance might be, because <laughs> I also wrote some of those down. Um, validation. Honesty is for sure going to be, like, that probably is of the most importance to me. 
<coughs> that that there is a perhaps not everyone in in whatever community you are in would take the radical honesty approach that I prefer, but a measure of honesty is is necessary, I think. I think that good communities also have people or things that challenge you. I, in an effort to not just live in my own little vacuum of, what's it called? When like... Echo chamber? Echo chamber, that's... I, I added to my list today, compromise. Yeah, no, I think that's great. That's something that I'm really, really working on. I struggle with that a lot. That's something for some reason, well, not for some reason, that's something I'm just learning needs to be part of community. Compromise? Yes. That's very true. Yeah, I don't know that I really realized I think prior that I just thought it was a group of people who all were on the same page. Given that I was in a community that I felt was that way, and then as soon as I didn't agree with them, instead of compromising, I left. I'm guessing that I also didn't think that. <laughs> the last thing I had as far as just like writing down words that make me think of community or what community means to me is regular interactions. Okay, and so that is something we actually did talk about together is that there has to be some sort of set time right. to gather or to be together to interface. So set time, yes, but here was my example of I've been trying to think back in my life of when I have felt community because I was part of the Mormon community for my whole life. But that doesn't always feel like community, right? Like it doesn't always feel you don't It doesn't feel personal sometimes. Well, but what 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 I mean to say is there are ranges of community like I don't want to say good and bad scale, but more um something you enjoy more, more sure. co- communities you you sure. enjoy more than others because we've definitely been in the Mormon larger community forever, but then through our lives, even our married life, we were in different sure. Mormon communities. So, the best example, this is like what I'm this is what I'm striving for and I think adults do a really bad job at this because of the way that society has like we all live in our own separate homes and live our own separate lives. So, my example is I've been watching our kids and how our kids are friends with their friends. And I've been thinking back on how I was friends with my friends. That is to say, you are constantly talking to them, with them. They are a part of your life. So specific shout out. Go ahead. That's a great point because there is no like, how long should I wait to text back? Right. (laughs) They're like, I went... Like our son, for example, I went to her house 15 minutes ago. I'm going to go again because she didn't come outside yet. Right. <laughs> There's no like. No. It's just like I'm going to. Yeah. Like these are these are my people. I want to be with I, them. I want to be with them. So I'm just going to go be with I'm them. I'm going to be vulnerable and, and keep going back and say. Right. When, can you play yet? Can you play yet? So I moved to Utah when I was 16 years old. And I will specifically give shout outs to Heather and Steve. If Candyman's listening. Holla. They were my two best friends, my junior and senior year of high school. And I was thinking right before we started recording, none of the none of us had cell phones. I didn't get a cell phone until after I graduated from high school. And I don't think that they really used Instant Messenger, which is big in my life, but it wasn't really big for my friends in Utah. It was like Virginia, for whatever reason, was ahead on that. 
And so I, like, we just called each other. And anytime Heather was like, I'm going to go to the mall, she called me, she came and picked me up and we went to the mall together. Or as soon as I had a car, I would call someone and be like, Hey, or like Rachel was my friend, my senior year of high school. And I'm like, Hey, I want to go to D's. I'm going to come pick you up and we're going to go eat at D's. Like you're just with these people all the time. Like you live life together. We made some new friends this last weekend and she said, okay, I'm just going to call you every time. And by call, she definitely means text. And she's like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to text you every time I go to Costco in DC so that we can buy liquor in DC. Like I'm just, she's like, okay, I go every two weeks. I'm just going to text you every time. And I long for that sort of, and I won't even say familial because it's, I, I don't, I think that that is assuming that people have those kinds of relationships with family and a lot of people don't, but just the closeness of the normalcy of everyday life of just, we do like, I'm going here. Are you going to come with me? Okay, cool. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, technology has definitely given us a false sense of community that we are in contact with people, but yet we're not doing life with them. They're seeing our words or our pictures or whatever, but until you're in the same car going to the liquor store, right? you're I mean, not really friends. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a moment. Or like when you or walk into- a series into, of moments. You walk into Giant at the exact same time the day after you hung out. Like, right. how does that happen? Well, all right, we're doing this now. Yeah, and I think that that- Right. So that that's something I've been thinking about more and more. And obviously, departure from a community where everything was sort of set up for us. We had a set time. All the people yeah. came around. Like, all of it was kind of done for us. And now coming out of that and having to structure it, build it for ourselves has been – I mean, this has been on my mind since we – before we left oh, the yeah. Mormon church. Because that was the thing I was concerned about losing. Um, the thing that was sort of – we didn't lose and now we've sort of felt a loss something i've felt that only religion can create um i'm not convinced of that currently but because of that i've been going to the methodist church down the street a couple times because i keep telling people this and i think it's true (laughs) because i'm an introvert i don't want to i like to be alone but i also want to be around people because like it's just like a human need but I don't want to necessarily necessarily have to interact with those people. So like yeah. a big congregation on a Sunday, I can go there and like people are everywhere. There's energy. There's right. humanity around me. And I can talk to one or two or three people. That's sufficient for me. And then go home. But I feel like I've been a part of something. That makes me think of when you went to Kin and it was a group of what, like 30, 40 yes. guys? And you and two other guys just like sat in the back. Right. <laughs> like clearly the introverts. You're like, I'm here. Happy to be here happy to like participate in the energy but i'm just gonna sit back here and not talk right worst number of people possible (laughs) like any more than eight and it gets a little bit iffy for me yeah um but over like over 50 then i'm i'm one of many so it doesn't really matter right no i i I like that i just i was just watching the kids and how they just and i remember that from being a kid where you're like i want to go to the mall so you call all your friends and like you all go together but adults just like they just do well stuff. In their, like, in reality, adults are quote busier with stuff, but there's a lot of times where we're just right. not doing anything by ourselves alone. Like that idea that you just do things with people and it's just normal. You just are with them all the time. That is the kind of community that I think I want. That's what I think of when I think of community. When I have felt a part of a community 
that's what it's the been like. best communities that you've been a part of or like what is best for you is that best for me for sure living life together I'm, yeah I'm totally extroverted and so I like alone time to me I, I have I have developed a better relationship with it but like I honestly feel like even when I'm with one other person that's still alone time <laughs> so, right so I can be with people like if well and even as an introvert like smaller groups of people that they don't drain me um yeah it's not it's not the same thing um so okay so okay. I'm gonna so that's community I want to talk about the words that I wrote down yeah because I did not match you Sorry, on many of I them meant to ask you what words did you write down for community so I was much more general uh, the first word I wrote down was people. People. Oh, now I want to sing not only the David Bazan song, but also the Barbara Streisand song. <laughs> I'm not going to sing it. Keep going. So <laughs> as I wrote these down, I was like, okay, well, we have plenty of people, plenty of great people in our lives, like tons of them. Yeah. And so that's not really something that's lacking. Like people are needed. We have that. Place is the next thing I wrote down. And I think mostly uh, when I think about place, I think about, <coughs> excuse me, church, because that's the only thing I can think of where people gather still. Yeah. But the pool that oh, we yeah. have here, like that's kind of a gathering place. And then in people's homes, like that, that's really where the community gathers, or at least the community I'm thinking of or like want to build, I guess I could say would just be in people's homes. I like that. Um, then I wrote down purpose. Oh. And I don't really want to talk anymore about that. Because <laughs> I feel like it's a little bit, I don't know, it's a little too religious, but, um, or get it, I, I don't know. I don't want to talk about that I right just, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it, yeah. I, I think it puts limits in an interesting way. If so, it, right, right. It, makes it sound like you have to have a purpose yeah. to be together. Yeah. And that's also not what I mean, but I think, okay, so what I think I meant with purpose, I do want to talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Is intention. Yeah. Not like, hey, we're going to be together to achieve this certain goal, but we want to be together and we want to be together frequently. That's yes. the purpose. Yeah. Whatever else happens after that, like there could be other sub purposes, but that's right. what I meant by that. And then I wrote a set time and then showing up, which kind of are the same things, but... No, not always. Um, right. I mean, showing up can mean, like, being present and, like, actually participating. That can that can mean showing up, but having a set time and then being there when the set time is, I think, is important. And when we were hanging out with some friends that we really... With Britt and Joey... I can say their names. I you forget can. that some people don't mind if I talk about them on the podcast. Jesus, I am fucking up today. Why are you? Why? I don't know. I just feel so like <laughs> annually, de- like, like, annually like crisis. I like that you're saying you're fucking up today as if this is like a real thing. Like it's just this thing <laughs> we do in our basement. I'm like, a it's professional podcast. I mean, I know you are, but. Just, anyway, we were hanging out with Brett and, and Joey. And every time we see them. We say it's been too long. It's been too long. Every single time. And it always has been. Yeah. Because we really enjoy their company and we always wait too long to be with them. So when so I our, left. Our motto. Yeah. Our new motto now is. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Let's say it's been too soon. Let's say it's been too soon. So we scheduled with them for the, uh, next, this Friday. Yeah. Because I want like 
that's what it is, is just being together more often. And I don't know, maybe then something's created. But I think so. I, that, that I think is what I'm, I'm aiming for. And I think, the, so to back all the way up, the reason we're talking about this is because we're feeling, I'm feeling, I'll speak for myself, the need for community. And I know that like, it's like, I can kind of feel like, it's there. It's out there. It exists. We have all these great people around us. We're just not like, right. We're not bringing them together and, and seeing each other often enough to reach a critical mass of some kind. Well, now, now that you say that, and I'm thinking back on the, on the things that I said, or my example of when I have felt like I was in community and how you have been feeling like you have lacked community lately. That's why this has been coming up. And I have been feeling like I've lacked friends lately that's been a particular issue for me is that I have felt lonely and like I didn't have a lot of friends right now and now I'm wondering if those are two different things I think they're two different things for me they can't they may not be two different things for you I think there's a Venn diagram and they definitely overlap I think you feel most communitized (laughs) Wow. Pretty when, sure you made that up. When you have a group of friends around you. Yes, because that, again, like, yeah, that is the community that I like. Which, I mean, that, it, I mean, it's the same. It's community, right? It, like absolu- it is. It, it absolutely quali- is. It qualifies, right? No, it absolutely is. And yeah, I just. That's interesting. I see friends as a smaller group. Sure. Um, and a community as a larger group. Okay. It's no, very following. like yeah. it's, it's very interchangeable and kind of like there's no real lines I don't think but something a little bit larger yeah is what I think of when I think so of community. who are the people that you would like to have in that community I'd somehow like to figure out a way for all of my um at least post-religious friends to come together that sounds wonderful because they're all fantastic people and I think all could benefit from being with each other. And, um, I don't know. So like that is something I can see immediately. Something I don't see immediately, but would like to work on is having a more diverse community. Yeah. That's that. That's, that was, that was my, that's what I wrote down. More people of color, LGBTQ members. Like I got specific with what I wanted, but those are, I really want to be able to show that in person to our kids. Like I want that to be experienced and, and they will on their own by virtue of growing up in the time that they're growing up and living where we live. But I just, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with having a little bit of more formality to that as well. Meaning just like that yes, if we have a community that these people are a part of it. Yeah. And, and not just kids they know at school. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I think I have a lot of learning to do in that area. And so that's why I'd like to have <coughs> a more diverse community. Um, in those same ways that you mentioned. But that is something I feel is lacking. And yeah. Uh, th- there's something I'm working on that I'm not supposed to talk about working on so i'm not going to but i have lots of thoughts about it <laughs> so, see it i'm fucking up everything today like i'm just a disaster you're doing great ben you're um, doing great i'm just so used to being so open and like 
I think sometimes when I need to be holding back some things, I'm not very good at that. What's what you'll love to know is that I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, perfect. Yeah, That's good. No, you're that doing actually a great makes you job. feel good. Um, so I forgot that was one question. The other one was who is missing now from your from the community that you do have, whatever that looks like whatever small community groups of friends, I guess we should say, cause that's, I think what we've are, are speaking about the fact that we have that to some degree now and we don't yet have a larger community, but who is missing. From so why that? don't you answer that question? I will be very interested to you. If you have a similar answer, we are missing older people. In our I life. didn't think of you that. You didn't think of that. You know that's my that's my I shit. I know that's your shit. <laughs> it's been your shit forever. So we don't have parental figures in our life. I don't know if any of my family is listening to this, and so I'm obviously being a little bit trepidatious here. But I don't have parental figures in my life. My parents don't represent that to me. I don't have that relationship with them. I haven't had that relationship with them. Possibly ever, but certainly not in the last five to ten years. And that is a, that's a need. And I would love to say that that's something that I could go back and develop with them, but I, I don't believe that that is going to be the right thing for me or for you or for them. And so I would like to find some parental figures. I'd like to have that role filled by someone. I think – I mean he – this is always something I talk about because I always think about my life in ways that, well, in two ways. One, where I know there are gaps and I know that's a gap in my life because my dad died when he was 45 and I haven't had a father figure or other since then. Um, and then on top of that, there are probably gaps I don't know about that are also not filled. So like I, I, I often think about my life in those ways. Like, what gaps do I know I have that I can fill? And then what gaps um, do I not know about? Anyway, uh, that doesn't really matter. <laughs> but um, so when I talk about diversity, I'm talking about that as well. I think that yeah. the community needs a range of ages as well as backgrounds, colors, ethnicities. Like it, we need all the people and for me, it's sort of, I mean, it's not sort of, it's selfish because I, I know that I need to learn a lot from a lot of different people. Cause I don't, I don't know, yes. I don't know anything really. Right. And we're not requiring them to come and teach us. Like it's not their, it's not their job to do that, but things work well when you, when, when people all come together in community right. to learn from each other. And compromise. <laughs> and compromise. Right. So anyway, I, I didn't. So I asked that question of a few people this week, and I didn't get a lot of responses. I didn't even answer myself, to be honest. Well, looks so, like you have the job to do tomorrow. I do. So I really, th this topic, like talking about this today is sort of our initial talk about, like our initial discussion about this, and something that I've always felt um, called to even. When I was in my late teens and early 20s, like I was somewhat of a community organizer. Yeah. Not too unlike a young Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, so much heavy sarcasm. I hope everyone knows that. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, he well, wished you were Barack Obama. <laughs> um, but I only say that because people always referred to him as he was just a community organizer. Oh, that's like that's funny. what he was. That's the role he played. Right. No. No. no you. Oh, I mean, you were close. certainly the the social. Yeah. One was, of the social heads. Right, and so when you were here in like the singles ward th- and stuff. Right, I think that I have a um, a different role now. Like I'm so. more interested in um, kind of planning and helping people remember, and in a support role rather than leading anything. That's not something that I'm comfortable with or really good at, and something I don't really want to do. But um, I would like to bring people together and help support that effort. So. Anyway, hopefully we'll get to talk more about this I think so. in the future and kind of what we are doing and what we have done because I I feel a need for it. I know that other people well, around feel a need I for it. I was going to say, I feel like this is I don't I don't know if it's the zeitgeist or if it's just the people that are in our little small world, but I feel like tons of people are talking about this and the reason why we decided to talk about it today on the podcast was because we've been having so many conversations with people about this and how you find it, where you find it, what you want it to be, all these questions that we've discussed and answered. And even so much like, so there's, there's an Instagram account that I follow because obviously I love Instagram so much. And because Mormonism is all I know, it's called lifestyle after Mormonism And for the first month, like they basically just started in January. And for the first month, they were just highlighting different people's stories, like the picture. And then they told their story about how they left or why they left or whatever. In February, they are specifically focusing on the question, how have you satisfied your need for community since leaving the Mormon church? And every day, the person they highlight answers that question. And we're only four or five days in, but the answers have been great. And I've been very looking forward to like reading that and seeing how that plays out through the rest of the month because I think for anyone who leaves a religious community that's that's going to be one of the top questions is where do you go for that what do you do with that and we hope that we can create that and help other people either have ideas or become part of our community or whatever yeah i mean in, in a larger way. sense i think that that people have felt a lot of disbanding of what community used to be or how it used to feel and i think a lot of people are looking for community i think yeah i do not not just but especially post-religious people because you had a community now you don't there's a drastic difference between the two things it was given to you it was set it was we didn't have to think about it right we never said it's been too long since we've seen you unless it was someone that was in a different ward and we didn't see them (laughs) we only saw them at state conference right like it was never oh my gosh it's been so long because you see them every single week right and it's only now that we are in control of when we see people because we have nothing set that we're like it's been too long we should make it be too soon right make it be too soon yeah and maybe that's what we should title the podcast today too soon yeah i like it Okay. Are we going to play the David Bazan song on the end of this podcast? We'll play a part of it. We'll see what the use, fair usage rights are. Oh, that's a good point. Can, should I share my story? Yeah, share your story. Okay, so everyone knows that we are obsessed with David Bazan. And at this point, anyone can just look up the song because the internet exists. That's true. So I'll tell people the name of the song, but I'll tell the story first. So... David Bazan does living room shows. They're the greatest thing in the entire world. We went to Baltimore to watch him play. What is a living room show? 
it's literally what it sounds like. He sets up his guitar and a mic in the corner of a living room and he plays for 50 people or however many people can fit in the living room. Side note, we have offered to host one of these and I'm waiting to hear back. Anyway, he, it was in Baltimore and we went and we were sitting in the very front row and he asked if anyone had any requests, which we've been to many of his living room shows. We've been to like six or seven and I don't think he's ever asked for requests. He doesn't always. Oh, it was because it was a headphones show. Anyway, oh, whatever, right. doesn't matter. So he asked for requests and he said something about wanting to play an angry one. And I said, you should play People because it's my very favorite song and it's kind of angry. And so he started playing. He was like, oh, that's a good one. Okay, I'll play that. So he started playing it. And then he stopped because he fucked it up and he realized he didn't remember it. He took a second and then he played it and he got it right. But I have that recorded and so maybe we'll play that one. That version might be good. Yeah. But it's called People by David Bazan. Yeah, not Pedro the Lion. Nope. David Bazan. Just the bays. I'm called Dave. <laughs> I'm called Dave. All right. All right. <coughs> I'm satisfied. You satisfied? I'm satisfied. We'll right. talk to you next week. Let's try it.